What do you find as vintage? Vintage and retro go go as two definitions, two different definitions in my book. Fair enough. So uh, like when something's vintage, you can go back to it, it's still gonna be the same. But when something's retro, it's being revamped in my eyes. Really? Yeah, that's how that's how I look at it. Because that's how the Jordans did it. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, that's a great yeah, example of it, yeah, but like, true. you know, I can go back and wear a flannel in a in a Harley Davidson any time of the year, and I still feel like that's a 90s aesthetic, you know? Yeah. I feel I feel like I could be a, a band boy or like in a crowd at a Nirvana concert <laughs> with that type of shirt on or that type of style. Yeah, I don't necessarily feel like it's like vintage because it never loses its look. Cause that's a trash ass fit. It will always be a trash ass fit. No, I love that. I actually love. Well, that's that's just personally. That's my thing, though. Like, you like nineties, nineties grunge. Well, I'm adaptable on all types of shit. But what really got me into fashion was like nineties grunge, uh, the UK, UK rock pop scene, the the Euro pop star shit was a really developed me into wanting to go into fashion because I grew up in again Mississippi, so. Britney Spears was God <laughs> at 15. Nigga, not the fucking, uh, no one wants the dice, but I'm gonna say, <laughs> not the denim suit to be at the VMAs. Yes, yes, yes. That's sick of it. Yes, the double denim, yes. I would throw up in my mouth. Every time. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean, oh, uh, that's a terrible fucking thing. <laughs> and that's, that's for all races. <laughs> Bro, if, Ooh. if I catch a black man in double denim like that, like, you better be in a biker gang. You, you better have just killed somebody. <laughs> you better be the leader of the biker gang. Yes, please, please. You have you have better have fought in, in blood, oh, sweat, and tears shit. for that position. This nigga walking to the spots at the Celtics between. Didn't they do that? You seen that uh, Tyler commercial for Converse? Yes. With the double G. Yes. I seen it. I'm like, no, please. Oh, my God. No. And they're like, we caught him not wearing Converse. He's like, no, the fuck you didn't. No, they said they caught him with the denim jacket and the jeans, bro. The double denim. Yes, they caught him with the double denim. At least I think that's what it is. I thought it was no Converse. I thought it was no Converse. Like, you always have to wear Converse. Uh, And it was a denim hat, maybe, or some shit. It was something to do with the hat. Either way, that shit was great. And they were like, what's wrong with that? I want to talk to y'all about Call Me If You Get Lost. How do y'all feel about it? I haven't heard a 10 out of 10 album since uh, It's Pimp Butterfly. Okay, you you gave it a 10 out of 10? First listen, first go around, that was a 10 out of 10 album. I respect that. But I would say like a month or two later, I'm like, okay, I've 
come down a little bit, but it's still a good album. So where would you rate it on a on? It's only been a month, so only where would you rate it on a one to ten scale? I would scale? say one year that like I can say like in the future this shit could probably be poo, but it's probably really because I just thought about there was a classic album I hated, and it took years for it to grow up on me, which was uh, Life of Pablo. How okay. I first heard that album, it was four out of ten. At the first listen, I'm like, this is a four out of ten album. What the fuck, Kanye feeding us? Mm-hmm. And after years over time, that album does age better. I would say that yes. maybe that album is his American Gangster. How very, very slept on, but uh, ages. Very finely. Fine. Okay, I give you that. I give you but that. I was like, this could be this for the title album. Age that's better. a hot take. Make it age reverse. I feel like I feel like it'll age well because that's how I felt about when I when I talk about this. It's a very close album to me, but I also, it's a very, very big focal point, excuse me, vocal point for Tyler Flower Boy. That, that is only going to age, and we talked about this the first time it came out, and I would not shut up about it, but that, it's only gonna age more and more significantly, you know, for everybody. Like once, I feel like once we have teens and stuff, we can be like, okay, this is the start of his actual music career. This is where, like, when I told y'all the first time I listened to it, I'm like, this sounds like a movie. What? Flower Boy. Boy. Yeah, and I'm like, this is only experimentation. And then he gave us Igor. And I'm like, see, this is an evolved sound from From Flower Flower Boy. Boy. You listened to that interview, didn't you? Which interview? The what, High 97? High 97 interview. No, I have not. But wow, I that's crazy. He said, he said exactly but that. But he said he was getting into, starting to get into his own stuff on this album on Cherry Bomb. No, he didn't. He talked about like Cherry Bomb was just like he realized he was growing. Yeah. He said that was his puberty album. He said it sounded it, weird because he didn't know what, it, what he was going like with. I would you can say see. Igor's the master Cherry Bomb, not the perfect Flower Boy. No. no. They're both very weird. Flower Boy is not that weird. No, though. no. No. Like, you, let, me, let me get back to what I was saying. Flower Boy, again, it, it's the start of, of where his music career can be taken to. Like, it's a, it's the start of a maturity, his sound and experimentation with the album, with his choice of lyrics, his production, everything is very fluent, but it's, it, it's amateurish. It's amateurish, but it works well because it ages very well. Then when you get Igor two years later, it's like this sound is being perfected. What you're going for as an aesthetic is only getting better and better. And then you gave us um, I was about to say Wilshire. I love that song. Uh, call us if you get lost. Call me if you get lost. Is it's just perfecting Igor then going back to Flower Boy because it's like okay these were your these were your core sounds that you brought here and that you brought here and you fine tuned even more to give us this and with his beat selection and production his lyrics are much better. He's older. He's much more mature. We don't have to worry about so many uh, jokes. Like he was getting into topics in his album that I was like, "Yo, I am glad that you're able to be so intimate with Thanks. your fan base." Which, when I heard Wilshire, man, I could not stop crying because I just want my dog to find love, and I felt like that that reflected more back on um, the single "Best Interest." I just, I'm like, damn, dude, you. I just want you to like, you know, put your work down for a minute. I hope you find a little shorty, you know, y'all fall in love and, and do y'all thing. He said that was a while ago though. What? That uh The Wilshire that thing? Yeah. Yeah. 
I, still like it still it still hits because like this is absolutely it, it, bro, yeah. it's because you know you're opening up to us he added context to literally the entirety of igor and parts oh actually I don't, i'm not sure if he was touching on it in flower boy i don't think so but he basically gave a backstory to call me if you get lost and igor yeah if you listen to igor it's literally just it's a love that. story but yeah yeah if you really listen to the lyrics it's just surrounded by so many theatrics with all the music and everything like it's but that was it's the all first, the same story that was the first time i had those kids what Igor? Igor. yes from bastard yeah. to now no. igor was the only flyboy had skits has yeah the the call the calling skits from oh. the secret, mr fucking secret agent guy yeah uh that's what i wanted to talk to you about too how do you feel about it being a gangster grills i love that for him he wanted he wanted a DJ drama tape, and I was like, I'm all for it. But to make you out, I love this. Like this is definitely my favorite it, DJ drama tape, it and does, it's a professionally sound album. I was about to say it does give a different flavor to the album. It does a lot. Sure. It's, it's him talking his shit, and then after you know his cool down, he's like, okay, let let, let me talk about some some real shit with you. Like yeah. I'm done. Like niggas thought niggas thought I was gonna be out the game, but I'm still here, and I'm like. I, I'm with that. I'm with that. Talk your shit. Talk your shit, and then let's talk about some real shit. Facts. It's amazing, Alvin. Uh, to answer your question, though, uh, you said where I rank it in his projects, or just yeah, like, like no, just how how do you personally feel about it? Uh, yeah, like one out of ten. Me, I give it a solid eight. I give it a nine. Because I feel like it can age. It'll age well. I feel like everything that he's talked about. It can be brought to a lot of people, especially like to his core fan base that stuck around this long. Not every because you're not you're not in the core fan base if you were just here for Bastard and you were here for uh, Goblin and Wolf. You know, speaking of which, people undercredit Wolf for what it is. You want to talk about experimentation? Wolf is it. Wolf is Wolf is the experimentation album. There's within that album you no longer have. Him being like the Pharrell Neptune's fan fanboy, oh, and um, fire your shoe. Oh, okay. Fire. Oh, I was going to whisper Yeah. to But yeah, like his his sound has definitely started to develop right then and there. Like I don't have to listen to a beat and be like, mm, this sound like some shit that Pharrell can actually be on. Oh, this sound like some shit Chad and the Neptune's can do. You know, I'm like, okay, so where do where do we go from here? From from Wolf to Cherry Bomb, I was like, mm, okay, I can get into it. I enjoy all of his projects. Don't get me wrong. He jazz bags on Wolf. That's what it was. I forgot that. And then that's where we got Flower Boy to develop to what it is, the precursor to his sound now. And it's only growing. It's only gonna oh, get better. He's gonna be a defining artist of. Uh, he's already defining artists of our generation, but he, like in twenty years from now, it's gonna yeah, be like they're gonna look back and be like, "Yo, Tyler, the Mount Mount Rushmore, right there, give him his spot." So check this out, right? That's fucking nuts because you basically said the exact same thing that he said in his own interview about his own music. Um, and to that point, I want to say, "Wow, you really know your music," and I gotta like agree with you. Um, that the flower boy because he said it himself he said the way that he determined on how to do igor was that when flower boy came out he was, he was just trying some shit right mm -hmm. <clears throat> and it was like a 
rough, unpolished version of Igor, and he saw that people were fucking with him. He was like, oh, you like that? Okay, bet. I'm going to double down on that sound and, like, really give it to you. And then Igor was, like, birthed, basically. So Igor showed me the pure And he was form. like, okay, now That's I want to... Yes. And then he said, okay, now I want to go back to rapping. Like, I did the sing-songy shit. I let it breathe. I stopped screaming on tracks. It was very, you know, m- uh, melodic and stuff. Now I want to go back to rapping. And Which he, did he can that. rap. Like, n- niggas do not credit him for being able to rap. Even on Bastard and even on, like, Goblin and Wolf, dude can rap. Like, yeah, his subject matter is... Uh, it's crude. It's Everybody. very, very crude. It's very insensitive then. But he can format and he can lay out bars. He can lay out... Um, he can lay out 16s easy. He can do punchlines like amazingly. And I just feel like he's very undercredited in that sense. Well, we just watch a teenager grow and get through his music. That is true. I wouldn't say it's like, it is a lot. It's good to see him do that. But we just watch this nigga grow. Yeah, of course. Literally. Which is the best part about it. Like, how many I'm not trying to I'm, try, I'm not trying to listen to you at damn near thirty talking about rape, talking about killing people, talking about fucking oh, shit up. I can't do that shit anymore anyway. Not only that, but like I look at you a certain way. Get him the fuck out of here. Cause uh, have you ever gone back and just listened to like your favorite angsty album of high school? Yeah, I always go back and listen. I always go back and listen to Bastard. I always go back and listen to Earl. Do you feel the same? No, but I definitely enjoyed these for what they were. Well, all right. They were all right. So let's say more angsty shit. Let's say go back and listen to Eminem. Uh, like Marshall Mathers. Yeah, Marshall Mathers. I can go back and listen to that. I gotta be in the same. Exactly. Would you feel the same way? Would I feel the same way? No, because I'm matured as a person. All right. These, these, his, his music matured. You gotta think about it. We're also not in the time. We're not that. We're not this age at the time that it released either. So there's a lot less mainstream hype about it. Yeah. It has a lot to do with it as well. So, because it's not fresh anymore, you know what I mean? Not only that, but I was realizing I was like, damn, I can't believe I thought this was fire. Again, that that is perfectly fine. Music is subjective; it's an art form. And if you, you know, still like the same shit from like eight years ago, that's sad, bro. You need to progress in a way, like you know what I'm saying? Like, like the 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 same things that you found so enjoyable as a kid shouldn't be exactly the same there has to be some maturity yeah. whether it's better or worse mm-hmm. that's the thing it just seemed like damn I'm like this shit ass like if you go back and listen to old Gambino like his mixtape catalog cringy no, I, cringy it gets cringier over the years it gets, it's, it's cringy, it gets worse and so worse funny, I would like I to say it. though I Dude, always listen. knew Gambino's music was cringy because like I'm just my mind my patterns and shit is just like so diverse but it's like i enjoy it for what it is because there's a there's a there's a group that enjoys this when i was going back and listening to him the other day i was listening to some of his like mixtape materials like royalty and back it's like i'm just a rapper I'm a... <laughs> i do not talk i'm just a rapper colder sack i'm just going through the bag colder sack it, and bro, I realized so this funny, nigga dude. is so fucking coonish in these tapes. If you look at his own shit, and that's what makes it so funny. Cringy. He's like, these white kids gonna love me hard on the black kids because I'm not accepted. And I'm just like, and then he makes Awaken My Love. You don't enjoy that, bro? I, I highly I enjoy love it. it. It's hilarious, like, me, bro. I'm like, look where you came the from. Duality, yeah. like, holy shit. The duality of man. The duality of a 
black, black man. man. Mm. This nigga went from I don't feel like my people understand me to making a cultural shifting album. But think about that with Earl though, in his dilemma that Earl, he was going through. Uh, too white for the Cause black Earl, too black for the white. Er, Doris just turned what eight? Yeah. Today. Thirteen. Yeah, it turned eight today. Yep, summer twenty. So twenty twelve. Cause uh, genius or somebody kids. tweeted today, and I was like, oh yeah, well like, what's your favorite song? Guild, Guild well, featuring Mac Miller. R. P. Mac, my dude. Bicycle racks. Uh, Facts. R. P. Mac. Still miss you, bro. Yeah. And uh, my favorite song. Uh, that and the RZA song, I love oh, that song. I, I fuck, the fuck was off your face, face bitch. Yeah, he played that at Booty shit all night. And niggas yeah. was like, why is this nigga screaming so loud? I was like, cause this is the only lyric I remember. <laughs> I haven't heard fucking Doris in I don't know how long. But that should tell you like how say, how his how much his sound has matured. That song with uh nineteen still getting kicked out the crib and he had a uh, featuring. It was a knock. I don't think so. It's off of a I, I love shit. I don't like shit. I love. Yeah. That. Okay. So it's not. That's not the one with knock. Uh, uh-huh. It's uh. I would play it on my phone. No, it's right after it's right. that one. It's right after that. It has a little sample. Okay. Is it? It's not faucet. It's uh. It has like FM in there. Some shit. Let's see. FMA? Yes. Yeah. I, I'm good at this shit. I'm that song shit. on that project is my might be one of my favorite Earl Sweatshirt songs. Cause you see a lot of growth from Earl. Doris, you just feel like it feels a little dirty on some shit. It is dirty. Like not even like inappropriate. It. It's just like like feels so unrefined. No, it's I like know, I know it's it's exactly like, what you mean. Like he just came from Africa and shit and it just felt like he just Centurion. Like he knew his, it felt like he knew more of himself as what he was rapping as on Earl than he knew on Doris. Yeah, I mean, you're you're a child. He was a child at fifteen, and like, you know, you dropping Earl, you just rapping with with your friends, you thinking it's cool or whatever, and then you got Doris, and it's like, yeah, I'm just rapping some more because I'm, you know, I finally got some freedom, but like, that dilemma of him growing into. Oh, like a, a fan, a superstar is definitely being shown and I don't like shit I don't go outside, which one of my favorite albums of all time top three, mm-hmm. I've, I've had this conversation multiple times, really? yeah we talked about this before, we talked about this at Warner we did, yeah. I, honestly bro, I, I haven't found a space three. to fucking really dive into the album, cause like I'll listen to it but the like I'm usually doing something to where the lyrics like, just pass by. I, I was in high school, I was going through some shit, and that was a big coping mechanism because it felt like the entire the entirety of the album is is a conversation with me and you, with me and Earl, and I'm like, hmm. damn, you have some problems going on, and I can't afford to complain. That's how I see faces. See, yeah, uh, bro, I play that fucking. I told I, so hey I told you once you start Jesus listening to it man Christ. it's it's a it's a beautiful fucking tape but like you know just his, his, where he, where did he want to go in terms of life is uh is major to me it's a blessing to say like he's maturing much much more not only in his sound but like his mental development and all of his other pillars of life like he's just like 
he's doing his thing. You know, he's only just learning. That's all you really can do. You got to learn and grow. I know this is a random cutaway, but what I was gonna say is for that that I don't like uh, I, don't, I don't like shit. I go outside has one of my favorite Vince Staples features of all time. <laughs> really? Well, yeah. I can see that. I can see that. I love I love I love that Vince, and he be coming on those like features depending on like who he with like on both Earl like both Earl projects. <laughs> Nigga came with fire. He did. This will sneak in some fire ass features, bro. I swear. He had a like Royce to five nine feature. Dog, that shit was nuts. Like he be spazzing on the low. It, he had another one too that I found randomly one day. I just can't remember the name of the song. It was good. I just stumbled upon uh I forgot he did this shit, but you remember he used to have like a Apple radio show? Yeah. No. Around the same time that. uh Frank Goshen had an Apple radio show, so like 2016, 2017. He freestyled over YB and the mirrors rubbing off the paint. I forgot it existed. Oh, I think I saw that one time. I know I saw a thumbnail for it. I, I forgot that shit existed for a while. Until it showed up because I was just going through like random freestyles and leaks and shit on SoundCloud. It said Vince Staples rubbing off the paint. I was like, I need this ain't real. And I was like, oh wait, it is real. <laughs> Childhood is real. I hit play and I was like, this nigga was rapping some of the shit he was talking about I shouldn't be saying. But it, he, this an incredible rapper. Yes. Which Shout is, out to Matt Miller for letting that man keep all the publishing. Life. But apparently, uh, from what he said is, uh, and I think he said none of the projects will come to streaming service unless his parents want to put it up. Who? Like Mac? Yeah, like uh, uh, not Mac, but I'm saying uh, Vince. The Vince and Mac project, the uh, Stolen Youth project. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna keep talking. Shit, hey, we can yeah. go on for a good bit. It's a lot we can talk about. That that shit wouldn't uh, make it to streaming service because he was like, this is not where me and Mac dropped it. I don't think I'm gonna change it unless his parents want to add it. That's fine. And he was, they were like, so how to split? He was like, anytime me and Mac did anything, he made sure to give me, he gave me all of my publishing. And I was like, bro, dog, this is not normal. And he was like, all right, bro, you blow up, just give me an S class. So I do remember him saying that. <laughs> I thought that shit was fucking hilarious. I was like, but that's, that shows you how down to earth and nice Mac Miller has been to people. Because uh, one of the things I would say about Mac Miller, a lot of people came out when he passed and like, yo, he helped me at the beginning of my career. And one of the things that helped Vince for a while, he wasn't, you know, on scrap beats anymore. Because that was one of the things he pointed out. He's like, I had a struggle rapping so uh, much back in the day and then like how I sound because one, I did not account bars properly. And niggas would give me all the throwaway beats. Mac Miller was the first person to start making beats for him, specifically for him. Oh, that's it. So shout out to Mac. That's why I fuck with Mac Miller. I like when uh like people take their first chances. Like when you watch the uh the Life of Pop, uh, Life of Pierre documentary, you see one of the first people to take a to take a chance on him. Nudie was Nudie. Which is fucking crazy. And he bigged him up too. That was the only other rapper he talked about that entire fucking project. And that shows you. I was like, I mean, me too. You know, I talk about. I mean, me too. That shit was. That shit fucking is funny. That bro. shit is crazy, bro. Like fresh out of high school, listening to Pierre, like discovering him. 
and now the, the life of Pierre Ford cover makes 100% sense. Right. Because if you were watching the documentary, he didn't make that shit purple. That was the feedback, like the video feedback screen itself being purple. And that's why he made his shit purple, because you see the entire fucking movie. And at first I thought it was like going to be a, a full-length documentary of all the T-Lops to date, but it was just, this nigga's been documenting since T-Lop 1. That's, that's dedication to your craft. And I was like... And that that's a powerful belief in yourself. You got to really know you was going to be the shit to do that. I knew it. I was there. I was there. That's was fucking there. wild. That's crazy. I appreciate that shit. That's beautiful. Uh, hey, I told, I told niggas. I told but now niggas. I understand, I his, I understand his hatred for uh, niggas just like making fun of his old shit. Who? What? I'm we on Pierre Bourne. Right twenty seven. I gave twenty sixteen and twenty seventeen Pierre as like that was an era, bro. That's a, that's such a nostalgic era for me to say is just like in the back door of my life right now. Mm-hmm. Like I can go back and still enjoy like I heard like I heard it the first time. Like history, Waterboy, Michael Phelps. I can go back and listen to Victoria's Secret. I can go back and listen to. Uh, there's so much of his old stuff, like, from that time, which was crazy. Because it's that year, era, year ad-libish era that he's playing with, he's being childish with. But his, his beat selection was still, like, the way he would produce was just so amazing to me. Because I'm, like, coming from growing up as a teenager, finding, like, dark-ass synth beats with, like, Thousand Man, Fani, Uno... Uh, blues and so many other people, Cardi, it, like just to hear something like that was ethereal. No pun intended. Just uh, it, it was amazing. It, I was like, this is such a one of. You cannot mimic this. Anything else is just uh, just an imitation at finest. And a lot of you niggas is doing that. We yeah, do that. we we peep that. We peep that. Stop, Jock and Pierre. Niggas Jock and Pierre, and then uh, it's still fuck murder beats forever. <laughs> Cause uh, you know you know about who Murder Beats is, right? Murder on a beat, so it's not nice. Mm. That's the fake Kenny Beats. That's the other white man that infiltrated hip hop. He just we don't respect that one. This man. Did you know that Chase the Money is white? Sidebar. I ended up finding that out. When I found that out in like twenty, Chase I think the Money, 16, Chase the Money. When I found no. out like 2016, 2017, I was like, no! <laughs> what? <laughs> Who is this man? <laughs> yeah. Chase Money, Chase Money. Uh, no, I, who did I tell this? I had to tell uh, Hunter. I was like, hey, bro, you know, Kenny got a bunch of different fucking uh, tags. Oh, my God, bro. And one of Kenny's tags is 6'7 on the beat. And he's like, wait, that's Kenny? And I was like, that nigga is 6'7. Shout out to Kenny Beats. But let's go back on this murder on the beats. Murder so on the beats, I caught that nigga at, well, the world caught this nigga like that, but it made it back to BR. This man had the rapper, I mean, not the rapper, he's a rapper as well. The rapper and producer known famously for producing for Youngboy had his beat kit no. posted on his story. No. And I have never been that pissed in my entire life. No, like, swear. Murder beats had a fucking folder and it said Ripper kit. And I was like, nah, man, nah. shout out the Ripper. Shout, shout out, out the Ripper. Nah. Oh, God, no. And I was like, there's only one nigga that smells like that. And he saw that shit. He's like, I ain't that mad. But yeah, this tells you that these people will be out here culture vulture. Yes. Because the first thing Murder on the Beat, uh, Murder Beats blew up for was that bounce ass beat for Drake. That wasn't the nuanced producer that made a nice for what beat. 
nice for work. Gotta be yeah. piping up on these niggas. You gotta be it's, nice yeah. for work for these niggas. I understand. I I think I skipped. Trap money, Benny. <laughs> I think I think she I got me. You know, wait. Trap money, Benny is definitely a producer as well. Yeah, I know. Was like, was he the one? Then which one did the? There's another New Orleans soundtrack on that song. Was it in your feelings? Yeah, it was in your feelings. Not nice for what. She got me in my feelings. Kiki, that's a trap. That's a trap money beat though. So he did. He had to do nice for what? So yeah, one of them. Murder, murder did nice for what? Yeah, he did. He had the fucking love. What's that? Uh, Cause remember? Oh wait, no, we didn't have that talk. Yeah, cause he's a Louisiana shit. And both of these niggas Canadian. I about to say that's a yo fam. What? Yo, fam. Yo, Google Assistant, Sean, we report the podcast. <laughs> Yo, fam. Has everyone How do I get rid of this like? bitch? I have no idea. Let's see. Ah, ah shit. 28 minutes. minutes. Damn. 21 minutes until I can get in the sweater. Oh, you know what I'm saying? It's <laughs> like been an hour. Damn, this goddamn blue cheese is fucking amazing. <laughs> uh, man, man, that is fucking crazy. Yeah. I did not know that. What, the murder beats us. He made that. Oh, the the the, 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 the Ripper shit. Like, man, shout out the Ripper. We was in quarantine when that shit happened. Cause Ryan called me. Well, I called Ryan. He's like, so you saw the murder beat shit? And I was like, which one, Jay or the twin? Jay. Right, shout out to Ryan Jay. And I was like, dog. He was like, you know that's vintage. I was like, I know oh. this. And funny enough, I dated a girl for a short period of time that has a video of her from high school. Uh huh. And she was like, this is a very embarrassing video of her dancing in high school. Uh huh. And she sent me the link. It was on Vintage Ripper Snatch. <laughs> and I was like, no! That shit, you fucking joke the fuck out. The fans are gonna find this video and just start nope. tagging incognito, incognito, stop, stop, incognito. Embarrassed yet? I'm not embarrassed because she goes like, why is this shit yeah, I mean, This is a very fake ass bounty. Yeah. Yo, that's scared. You scared the shit out of me. <laughs> you scared me. I was like, this little animal's in here. What the fuck is going on, Bobby? Get off the fucking his blue cheese. <laughs> nah, he's looking for his glitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm naked. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Not my household. Right. Uh, Alright, so. Y'all ready to do this thing? Hey, we, so, gotta about, that we, but, uh, we gotta specify that because we on mic. We gotta specify that because we on mic. Oh, right. Uh, play the fucking board game. Oh god, what is happening? A lot. a lot, a lot. But yeah, Sick. murder beats. If I see you, I'm gonna give you the Greg Abbott treatment. Put that nigga in the wheelchair. <laughs> I did not know he was in a wheelchair. No one knew that the governor of Texas. I, I, did, not I did not That's know, know that. That's why I was like, how you let this man believe he can't? Do you not see, nigga? I make donuts. He is a governor. You put a wheelchair. You put a broom in this shit, bro. Like I did not know that. I am new here. This is all new to me. Dog, no, I saw that shit. They call a nigga. They call a nigga hot rod. I like, like, it's, not, it's not like I can go with the Bobby Jindal and smack the piss out of him. Bobby Jindal. Like, yeah, I can go. <laughs> no, I can go. Definitely find him at a raisin canes. He's like, damn, I miss these niggas so much. Yeah, he kicking it too. Remember when he he left trying to be the governor? Louisiana or Senate just to try to uh, give his hand in like country politics like he was trying to like run for president yes and I was hilarious. like who the fuck no wasn't he trying to run for Senate some bullshit some, yeah, it was some bitch yeah. and I was like hey, yo sit your governor yeah, like, ass shut down shut your bitch ass <laughs> <laughs> they shut this shit down so fast and replaced his ass out of oh, office man. cause you know damn well Louisiana want no brown man in office and when they found out who he was they were like alright we'll hold on to that motherfucker a little bit what uh what, you what know what I mean? mean oh that's right there 
But back on to this music stuff. Talking about like oh, how's gonna put murder beast in a wheelchair? Uh, okay, but well, if you want to talk about this, some more, please <laughs> and, and incriminate yourself on, on the yeah. microphone. But uh, <laughs> I almost gave up my fake names. My name is. But uh, what I was gonna say? Oh, my name is nah, musicians that are just like maturing in our time. Like <sighs> you know who hasn't matured enough for me, and we were just playing out. Oh, Trippy Red. Yeah, Sorry. you know what's yeah. fucked up? We on the same page, but you said <laughs> you yeah, said my uh, number two, you said <laughs> and I said number one. Yeah, Ski Mask hasn't matured enough, in my opinion. But Trippy Red, oh my goodness. He makes songs for the kids. I keep trying to tell yeah, him that. He but does. I feel like, you know what, I can't say that. He bounces around. Because his that, his music is definitely for hype beats. I would say his like the hype beats that's the, what's it called? The Love Letter ones. The Love Letter ones. Those are somewhat enjoyable. Those were good for their time. Yeah. <laughs> we had to... <laughs> I'm sorry. That was funny. <laughs> he was like, I was like, yeah, I think all love views are pretty good. Love letter for you. And he was like, I, went through I, really I was like, like I don't really... no, you're talking about the one today. Did you go through number one today? No, I'm talking about the love letters. Love letters. Remember I was skipping through it and I was like, oh, he was yeah, they got through. a couple of bops on here, but I wouldn't play this whole album. Dog, we were trying to play a love letter to, you know, that's not what it's called. Uh, a trip at night, that bullshit that came that out today. Shit that came out. Dog. I can't. I can't. It hurts. I try. I'm sure it's good to someone. I try. It's just not for me. It's yeah. good in doses. Like I say, he no. gave. No. no. He, one of the, look, every <laughs> one of those songs has a potential to be a bop, but you only have one that's. Come on. I, hold on, hold on. You know what I'm saying? Before you continue, I'm going to put in, this out there. In what instance? You remember the last album that he had? Like that was Pegasus? like an extra. Uh, sorry. Well, oh, the one before that. Yeah, that was like the XXX tribute. Exclamation, I mean, I guess it's because like, like X is like his his rival in in his words, not mine. Uh, oh, whatever. So I mean, like, <laughs> like shut your ass up. Dude. <laughs> yeah, come on. But like, I mean, you know, they friends. You know, make it a. It, I love rap. I love the competition the of rap. Beast. But like, yeah, bro. Come but on. yeah, yeah. X no, was, no. X was we, out of here. Look, I, without me having to say anything, we on the same wavelength. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. So. <laughs> I thought uh, that was just like a dedication album to him passing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not but, uh, him trying to look, yeah, be But like, dude. after listening to that, my ears hurt. <laughs> my ears legit hurt. I'm like, bro, like, you can't, you can't, you can't do this, please. I never finished this album. Start A&R. Start like, start. even the song that he had with Cardi, I'm like, this is only a hype beat song. Like, oh, Mr. Rage? Yeah. No, 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 no. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This Back to this is the exclamation mark song. Didn't listen to the damn album. Well, he had a song oh, on there with Car- with Cardi, and he ended up like taking it off streaming oh. platforms like the next day. Uh, did not. And I'm like, the only people that really that can only enjoy this song is you know the hype beast fanboys, and even with like Mr. Rage, I'm like, why well, like if you a better yeah I, oh yeah I love that beat. Thank like you. if you were to drop this 2017 2016, Bang. I would have this Bang. shit would have been. Out the hottest classic of our generation, but I'm like, bro, this is outdated at this point. You let Mario Judas do the beat and do it better. I don't like. Yeah. That you don't have to like that nigga to like that song. Yeah. I don't like. I just don't like his his voice. That yeah, might be that yeah, might that be the uh, just, best man. execution of his voice. I'm not gonna cap. Uh, you know what? I, like I can't the, say that. You know what? He got that little shaky run thing. You know why I say I can't say that? Uh, because no one likes the Vic Mischa version of Cody and Crazy except me. <sighs> 
Shut the fuck up. It, it's, it's my one thumbs up to millions of thumbs down. Yeah, it's just too. <laughs> it does nothing. It's like me. my dad said, I'm the only nigga like tapioca in the house. So <laughs> I don't like it because you can tell he just came behind this nigga and was like, word, I can make that sadder. Let me do this right Yeah, now. I don't like. I'm not I'm not fucking with it. Like I like I can listen to it and be like, okay, but I'm not fucking with it. No, no, it's also somebody shit? else's words, bro. It's yeah, like, like I know like, you didn't experience this, so I can't take it as serious as I took it from future. future. Yeah. And then for future to come out shit. to be like, you know, I'm not as heavy on the drugs. Which I commend him for. I always I always applaud future for that. You know. But damn, that song was sad as fuck. I I should have not been Niggas was talking about Cody crazy for so long. I was like, fuck it, I'll go listen to it. I, was, I had Apple Music at the And then Vic Vincent came up. <laughs> but I listened to the shit and I was like, I know this is not what niggas is talking about because I love it. This nigga is sad. No, that nigga Future had me crying. And then I finally heard the original version of Cody and Crazy and I was just like, I like y'all both, but one has my heart. Duh. This nigga here is the so, type of nigga to tell his kid, you're definitely my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> no, I tell your brother I don't fuck with him like that. He was like, Amy switch it from day to day. Because when I first went to Houston, I was really sitting playing the regular version of Cody and Crazy. Like, look, I would say they both have their own time and place. If you sit in your bedroom, shit disheveled, Yes, you can play I'm the not playing this for the big mentors. Well, you cry in the car or you crying in the club, but okay, you still listen. double fist in the cup. There's only two future. What you mean? Man, that future song is so versatile. Okay, I never cried to Cody and Crazy. Let me just say that out loud. Okay, uh, either like, version of it. I was like that. Okay, nigga man, if I, if I, yeah, so. you never fell down in the shower. No, hold on. I was about to say, give me some some albums that make you emotional. Because right now I only have two. Which are? Uh. Blonde mm-hmm. and Meteora. I like him part. Okay. I was going to say, I was like, exactly. to the club, Exactly. Those are really good albums that, that also make me emotional. But if I had to pick something that makes me emotional, <laughs> what? like, give me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Goddamn. That future project that came out. Who was that one? Save, save me. Oh, save me, nigga. Ooh, ooh, we. Nigga, you want to talk about being in my room? Locked up? You, nigga, I didn't all your faults to the album. Dog, hey. I was driving, I was like, I still miss you. Oh my what God. What was that song called? Shaka. I was like, she's not talking. Cause I, th- I didn't get into my future bag until the quarantine. Is that Hendrix? Uh, yeah, I, I helped this nigga get out. No, no, no. Really? Save me is the actual like R and B ish. Like I mean, not R and B ish tape, but it kind of got like some soul. Which one has that damage? It, it's save me. It's save me. Yeah. Save me also has like one of my favorite future songs. I don't think I listened to that one. I Dog. think I skipped it because it looked a little too emo for me. At Dude, the time. I was like, I don't know if I can do this from future. Nigga right? said, yeah. Kid Cudi is responsible for emo rap. That might have been the album I said, go ahead, finish the job. Yeah, so... I was just like, even YouTube, it was like, you know what I'm saying, F2 Brute, I was like, YouTube Future? Like... I'm gonna really have to listen to it. That shit depressing, bro. You definitely have to. All right. Uh, What's your top two? Sheesh, man. Uh, Like your uh, top two... My top two emotional albums. Like, I always get emotional listening to uh, Mac Miller's faces. So that's that's definitely okay. number one. Sorry, so, three then. <laughs> so like, cause that that moment in time is just crazy. It's awesome. Oh, Bro, I don't to this talk. Dude. I don't like shit. I don't go outside. We just talked about that. Yeah. So if yeah, I had to exclude yeah. that, like, 
something besides that, like face, give me faces and give me. It's something I just listened to not too long ago. Faces for fucking sure. Though. You know what? Um, I, maybe I enjoyed faces too much. I didn't look at it at the right angle. Yeah, bro, dead ass. I just looked at his him at his rapidy rap best. Mm. It oh, well. you can enjoy it both ways. I like, appreciate his lyrical. Uh, Poise on that album. Shit, but if you actually listen to what he's saying too, that's it's, the thing. I had the album shit. on repeat for like a week. That's why. It's a toss up between if he's going to be back and other projects because I do have they both invoke emotion. <sighs> the Shining, Jay Dilla. The Shining? Oh, the one that dropped right after he passed. Okay. Yeah. Like, the Shining. Oh no! Did you know what? Donuts dropped right when he passed, like right before his birthday on his birthday. Okay. I didn't know that. But The Shining was still the third one. That's Stop. I'm not going to get into that bag yet. I'm going to get this music. Then we can hit that very quick. I would say yeah. it's two projects for both of these artists because it's like, hmm, it might be Blonde. Blonde or Endless. That's like, oh, that's understandable. I can always say Blonde. They're both five you know, years old now. Okay. Shout out to Blonde and Endless. They came out the same week. Okay. They're both five. I would say they both have a, some very emotional, uh, evoking songs. Uh, like, if you want to go Endless, because most people don't really listen to Endless like that, Wither is a good one, UNITY. Uh, but if you're going to go to Blind, I was going to say, uh, fuck, I keep forgetting the name of the song. Yeah. This is George, this is Summer, Skyline 2. Okay. Bro, relax. Keep alive. I oh, know, I'm thinking of the next one. Oh, you think of poolside combos about, about your summer, summer last, last night? night. Oh, yeah. Uh, about your summer, summer last night. Ain't giving you no play. Ooh. <laughs> yes, sir. Boy, what is Boy. that song? Self-control. Wait, self-control? It's self-control. Bro, self- dog. <laughs> self-control do it to me every time. <laughs> like, For me, it's, it's close to you. Uh, because that, that nigga, that Stevie Wonder sample at the end of the song, like, ooh, y'all would have seen me listening to that to the first time. Because I love that song. I love the original Stevie Wonder version of that song. But that nigga Frank was, he was in his bag. And I was in that bitch with him. What's that song, goddamn? I think it's like track two. I thought that I Ivy. was dreaming. Ivy? No. Is it Ivy? It is Ivy. Is Ivy? That one? Gotcha. Just like, why is he so happy? Pink and white. You was like, what's your favorite album? What's your favorite song now? Pink and White? Nigga, you chose the happiest song. <laughs> 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 Pink and White was a great song. It is a great song. No, no, no. That, that's what you asked me, and I said Pink and White. And you were like, the the nigga, what? The happiest song on the album? I was like, I no, I'm fucking with you. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what? I definitely remember that. Because I always go back and laugh at that shit. What I was like, the, nigga, your, your facial expression when I said that, <laughs> devastated. <laughs> <laughs> What's a song where it's like, oh, I'll do Secret. Mm. That's a strong boy. Yeah, that yeah. outro is like, oh, she love me. Yeah, so it's blonde, and there's probably going to be a <laughs> so good, a good, don't say that. Oh, don't you fucking lie. Read the lyrics, nigga. <laughs> Read a book. <laughs> Wait, I'm talking about Frank. Oh, wait. Then this, no, Andre is spitting some real shit in there. That's why I enjoy that song. Godspeed. Godspeed doesn't make me it's sad. It's beautiful. You know it doesn't what, make me sad. You know what makes me sad now? What? Uh, Future Hour Free. I was, I was, see, I was already on the verge of saying the stuff. Free. <laughs> Got off the trying to find Tupac. You hear his little brother when shut they first up. interviewed the. Stop. That's, no, you shut up. Because I read an article right after it. He was like, 
Yeah, I forgot we did that interview, nigga. I hit puberty since then. <laughs> yes, that entire album was always somewhat emotional, uh, emotion, not draining, but it even evokes emotions. But now it's either, but that's like just that. If you treat, you treat Endless and Blonde like one, like companion projects, they drop literally the same week. I would say like that. But if I had to pick one, it'd probably be Blonde. Yeah. But I always treat Endless as its own separate entity anyway. It is. Because, you know, the songs that, that build up is Endless, like, it's not going to give me the same effect as, as Blonde. It just, it just won't. Not only that, Endless was made in, like, the 2015-2016 time. See? Blonde had been done for, like, years. Get Frank Ocean bags with the easy. Yeah. But let me get back to the sad part. Mac Miller albums, he has two sad albums. Does he? Yes. Well, he has new sad albums, but it's the ones that really get me for some god awful reason. It's now that I've heard like the original versions of songs from uh, Watch the Movies Sound Off, yeah. mm-hmm. it has it's so much more depressing. Yeah. But Very. Uh, now it's uh, swimming. Uh, okay. Uh, Okay. I gotta told you that. Yeah. And we we actually had that conversation the day that swimming dropped, and I was like, please leave me alone. <laughs> like I'm answer. Uh, yeah, like I'm like I'm I'm so sad right now. Dog. And you're like, oh man, because you miss him. Wow, this nigga. Thanks. <laughs> <bro>. <laughs> wow. I wonder where he no, got this from. You're talking about our goddamn circles. Circle. Well, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. My bad. That's what I was talking about. Too. Okay. Almost cracked. Swimming, swimming is very. It is now. I was, it wasn't at the time. I was going to Mississippi listening to swimming. That's what it. That's what happened. What was I? Was I was on the couch upstairs? Because oh. uh, I listened to that first, and then I listened Never to uh, Astro World on the way back. Never mind. I was going through. It. I enjoyed. You want to know when this came out? Holy shit! So, well, I was, yeah, I know exactly. I was in it. Yeah, I know exactly. Cause yeah. You, you know what song? Because another another project dropped that year. I, I and it's, on repeat. It, it, you know, it, you know, a song gets the most to this very day. Reborn Self-care. can pull uh, emotions if you listen because it dropped around the same time. Uh, that uh, Kissy Ghost album dropped around the same year. That uh, I'm so I'm so reborn. I'm moving forward. He moves. Forward. I was like, yeah. Really? Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, I remember That's 2018. So sad. I remember something 2018. I'll never get to yeah, it. Yeah, let's play this shit in the car. No, nigga. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> no. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Summer 2018 right. produced some of the most depressing music of all time, but also some of the most time. enjoyable time. I wish niggas get the fuck off 2016's dick. Like, <laughs> oh God, like yo, 2016 was good for what it was, but I'm, we are so much. That was like really before the, the world really fell apart. I was about to say, bro, bro all this shit is happening because they killed Harambe. Nigga, this is all Prince's fault. Nigga, no. <laughs> fuck that. Uh, no. Fuck that. Fuck the was it the gorilla or Prince? Yeah, Prince Harambe. Harambe. Oh, Prince! It was Prince before Harambe. Exactly. But this shit didn't happen because of Prince. We could have lived life completely different without the man formerly known as Prince. I became Prince again. He was, bro. What if he was the, the, the nigga that just kept the world balanced? If Prince, nigga Harambe name literally means peace, and we ain't <laughs> had none since. <laughs> uh, shit. Uh, let me go ahead and just go ahead and get this off my chest, but. 
the shiny man is such a beautiful ass Jay do the, yes with like, the instruments or with the vocals both both okay. like when I tell you man that's it makes me so emotional having to listen to to that and like that sound is everlasting like as an adult mm-hmm. versus a child listening to it and yeah. being able to enjoy it like that and just like nod my head to it and be like mm, this sounds really good to be able to dissect it to be like man this dude is a genius like he was such a goat at that time that when he passed Kanye because Jay Dilla he would produce it was either No ID or Jay Dilla would produce for a common like almost exclusively for a whole project Jay Dilla did what would be considered the top the one of the most classic common projects if you had to put the top three you would probably be number one or number two he exclusively produced or executively, executively produced B Sorry, I'm sitting here having flashbacks. Oh, but. so he exactly produced that project, mm. and he passed. So Kanye picked up the slack and tried to produce in the same style as Dilla and made, which is my favorite common project. But I would say B, they go back and forth. Finding Forever. Because I love Finding Forever. Once I realized that... I think Kanye did it. Kanye was job. trying to emulate Dilla, and I was like, okay, so you gave us what could have been one of your best projects ever, Trying to be like trying to use someone else's style, so I kind of docked the point, but at the same time, I was yeah, like, if no one would have told me you were Dylan, but if you watch how Dylan makes beats, someone pointed out that they put his NPC, his drum machine, machine uh, it's in the Smithsonian, it's in the Smithsonian Museum, bro. That's dope, it is that he turns out the, the beat quant as uh, a quantizer off, so it would automatically stay on beat for you. You cut the shit off, and that's how his beats got get like so wonky. And they showed how he would chop vocals and shit. He was like, oh, this is how we would do it. Yeah. Just breaking it down, he's like, this is how you get this effect. He was like, he would make make other songs because the way he would chop them sound like they were saying something completely different. Like, Dilla is a fucking go when it came to manipulating or pulling drums from trash. I felt like the most recent Kanye song that he had to release that was I felt like was in his Dilla bag was the Thirty Hours song, and that's why I gravitate yeah, that. Yeah, song. I don't think he made the beat on that one though. Oh yeah, he did. Cause I'm, you know, I'm thinking make beef for that one. The nigga that made Thirty Hours, not Thirty Hours. Damn, the nigga that made uh, no more parts in LA. Ah, uh, Lil did that beat. But like he was, he was like, I love that instrumental just alone. Like I love the the lyrics to it as well. But just like listening to it, I'm like, man, this is definitely super close to. Super close to Dilla, but this is very Kanye esque in the same time. Like, it's not super sample heavy, but the sample is it's its own. It's yeah, it's yeah. definitely its own instrument. And I'm like, he has some great, like, break moments in the song, too. Like, that breakdown where it's just simply vocals and, like, a little bit of static in the background, basically, with the beat timer. That's just, yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Kanye for the one time. Yeah. 30 hours. <laughs> they gonna be like, damn, these niggas high as hell. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck your right. They're like, we ain't, we ain't talking about no bullshit the entire time. We just been like, cap- this is a good It's very organic, and I'm not gonna stop. Shout out to Ray We haven't done this in such a long ass time. <laughs> she bro. said, shout out to Larry Jr. You pulled the bullshit out. Why do hoes love Larry Jr.? Go song. 
Why am I on Larry June? No, I said, why do hoes like Larry June? Man, because they feel like they can't grab it. Man, they feel like Larry June is Larry June is very much a laid back chill nigga that's about his money, but they want to emulate that with a nigga. And this is I feel like it's more so for the birds, but it's also it's also real down to earth chicks that's in the Larry June. You feel me? Because when I listen to Larry June, I be trying to get some fucking money, bro. Or I be I be like you know. I'm gonna relax and I'm a, I'm recharging for my week. You know, this 40 hours at my nine to five ain't gonna be forever. You feel me? Well, like, I feel like he. Hey, hey, hey. I feel like he a fake ass Don Kennedy. That's Hell no! Nah. I hate I hate when niggas say Larry sound like Don Kennedy. You niggas do. don't sound like nothing he, alike. He, he just dick riding the swag. He Hell no! Nah. Vegan Don Kennedy. Hell, nigga drink juices. I hate, hate you. So much, no, nigga. You, you, you seen that shit on Twitter and you no. had to say it. You, I, ain't no way, bro. No, that nigga, them niggas do not sound alike. Them niggas, they both from the West Coast. They both got their own thing going. They both very laid back. I heard it. Like, why is he giving me like they, a nigga? Can't, ways, so every laid back nigga, I gotta be. So I'm Dom Kennedy now. You could be currency. I hate you, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> but no, he <laughs> was just like I'm like. I don't know why I get it down. I'm getting any vibe from this nigga. But it seems like they also they attach themselves to some themselves to something very quick. Like for Dom's like OPM, this is us. And their June's like organic A A A Didn't they say this nigga rap off beat? Did I send that shit to the group chat? I have not seen that. So Kelly Green posted on her page, said, you know, uh the beats are there for y'all to rap on them correctly, right? Like they're not just there for nothing. You feel the rap on them. Uh-huh. And she was talking about how rappers just get in the booth rapping anything but not being on beat. Uh-huh. And she was like, go listen to a few G Herbo tracks and come back. And I was like, hey, 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 hush your fucking I'm, I'm only, I'm only saying this. G Herbo is only ever slightly off beat when he has to run over it. Just, just barely over. But he makes it fit. It's like, it's not like he's terribly and completely off beat. I hate when niggas do that. Because I'm like, you don't actually know how to dissect this track. You... If you a rapper, I'm like, bro, you. You, know you a rapper, you a DJ, and you wanna you wanna get into some music shit. You you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know how to counter bar. You don't know how to break down uh, a line, or none of that shit, bro. Like, so when I was like, I got smart, and I was like, hey man, G Herbo is not that offbeat. If anybody we need to get on their back for, let's talk about Silk the Shop because she's from New Orleans. And she was like, that's a great example. And then he was like, what about Sugar Free? And you know what I remember? I'll smack a nigga behind that one. Behind Sugar Free E40? I remember in 2016, because I'm a Dom Kennedy fan. Okay. When uh, Los Angeles is not for sale dropped, niggas posted a picture of Dom Kennedy smiling. And you know what they put on the, the picture and caption? What? Laughs off beat. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that's hilarious. And I was just like, that's no, that was wait, hilarious. wait. And I started thinking about it, like, this nigga don't really be on beat all the time. No, but he makes it fit to his style, though. He, yeah. he, it, it's all about it's all about how you direct it. This I can be one of these fifteen-year-old producers from Atlanta with an offbeat as uh, beat yeah. and an offbeat as sound. But if I can put that shit together, then you know it, it works. But some people just are like don't have that sense of timing. What's that nigga name? This is what made it funny. This is this all has a it circles back. 
some dude in the comments of that video mentions, he's like, yeah, man, you know who raps off beat like a motherfucker? At Larry June. At <laughs> Larry June's Give me that nigga at. So what? Eight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, about to, I'm about to just tweet at that nigga a bunch of oranges. <laughs> Give me that nigga at. <laughs> and I was just like, yeah, they rap off beat. And Larry June responded. Hey, hey, hey. So? Hey, hey, hey. And I was like, if organic this freedom. Bits. <laughs> So rapping off beat, and I was like, the Dom Kennedy slander is real because I believe that this nigga's an offshoot of Dom Bro, Kennedy. Like, if you listen to some Larry June tracks, he, he'll be slightly off beat, but he makes it fit, though. And you know, when I hear Like, it, you gotta hear the BPM of the track and then I, hear the shit that he be saying. When I hear some uh, some Larry June, Shorty was playing Larry June for me, like, right when my car went out, this is how I knew it was a fucked up day. Because I know I don't play Larry June in my car. There's only been one Wake song. Wake up and get some money. Man. Shut up. <laughs> There's only one Larry June versus ever played in my car. You know what it was? It was Asher Roth featuring uh, Larry Christmas. What's that nigga name? Something Christmas. He's a Chicago rapper and Larry June. And the only memorable, the only memorable line from the verse I remember is. The Trader Hoes. Yes, I met a bad hipster bitch at Trader Joe's. One thing Larry hates is hater hoes. Yeah. And that's how I end up learning the uh, the Rob Banks line from you. Huh? Oh, the Marsha? Yes, the GMO. Bye. Love that line. I don't care what anybody says. Marsha, I'm still broke. Man, he asked he asked last year or was it the year before? He was like, What are some of my worst lines? And somebody tweeted that and then he responded with like, Yeah, I kinda agree with that. I'm like, no, nigga, that's a hard ass bar. Then what is his worst bar? His worst bar? Yes. Ooh. Here's Rob Banks' worst bar. He's if coming I, to New Orleans October 29th, y'all. I'm going I'm going I have to go in my calendars bag. Mm, well, for him to go to New Orleans when I don't live there no more, like what the fuck? Bro? You know when he went, and it makes me sad. Me what? He was an opener for Sir Michael Rocks. Okay. It was Sir Michael Rocks from the Cool Kids. Rob Banks and Pooja as the openers, 2015. House I can of, see that. House of Blues. Oh, they probably they they most definitely performed Kill Switch. Of course. Yeah. That's a hard ass song. That's a hard ass lineup. That's a hard ass song, bro. Just in general. Who you killed them on this song though? I, I'm not even gonna lie. I think the only time I heard like Sir Michael Rocks kill anyone on the feature on that song, on the album, of the, that Banco album, was Lost Boys. Ding ding. Lost Boys, it was, it was Trinidad James, Mac Miller, Sir Michael Rocks. Mm-hmm. And I, he went last on the song and everything. And I was like, thank God. Uh, Mac Miller did a great verse. Trinidad James was cool. He was very, you know, he ran the song, but he wasn't the hardest verse. Mac Miller gave a very chill performance, but still wipes his ass off. He said, I had a threesome with that hoe. Now she fucking with Drake. Damn. You should, yeah. And then you have fucking Michael Rocks great. come out. I don't brag on both songs, this song, those songs, saying all this shit, just how you just started off, they dropped the drums. He said, I ain't popping that Chris unless we're making a toast, boy. Like, he was just, he said it cost seven iPhone, iPhones for the clothes, boy. I went from the toy store to the toast store. <laughs> this nigga was really like, he was just in his bag. And I was like, that's what you do when you let everyone record their verses first, you know, like, okay. 
now. Yeah, because niggas <laughs> like, hey, I have the song, I want you on it. And they lay down a verse. So that's how you end up with a control. <laughs> you do. You end up with control. Do. Speaking of which, uh, back to like the Rob Banks thing. Yes. One of my favorite lines, like his anime punchlines be so hard. But one of my favorite like bars that he ever said was, my niggas in jail better have my money to free him. Talking through his cell, no number seventeen, and I was like, "That's hard as fuck." <laughs> you know who has the worst has the worst cell reference? Oh my Boom. fucking god, <laughs> trippy red, bro. Dog. This nigga said she sucked these Dragon Balls. I feel like cell. Nigga, I wanted to cancel that nigga. I really enjoyed that Frieza line though that he made. What fuck is that? He he had a Frieza line. I got this white. I got this purple stuff in my white cup. Look like Frieza. I was like, that's hard. That's cool. But I, what? what but sucking that, on my Dragon Ball shit. Yeah, that shit is that shit is lame. <laughs> this nigga, this nigga, <laughs> hey, but Rob Banks got the hardest anime punch I've heard this before of all time. Like I'm going, I'm going that to stand on shit. ten time, ten toes about that. It's a lot of other shit. It's a lot of other shit. I think the Nine Tails shit was uh that ski mask. Naruto, Nine Tail, Fox, Coat Fur. No, I not feel that. Like Gucci, yeah, like it's so much other shit that Rob has said besides the uh, the sale line that I think he, he just went off on. But like, I just was like, damn! If you really pay attention to Dragon Ball Z and know what he's talking about, I was like, Yo, that nigga's the goat. <laughs> that nigga's the goat. I'll explain that off. Uh, I'll explain so, that bar off. It was did like a recently a really cold ass anime reference. I was like, oh, this nigga be watching anime. I didn't know. Nudie. Nudie definitely watches Naruto. Nudie did like this. Niggas love Naruto. Bro. Niggas do love Naruto. Niggas love Naruto. Niggas love my younger niggas like My Hero Academia. My Hero's fire. My Hero's fire. I didn't think I was gonna like Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer is also fire. Again, that's up there for me in top animes of the fucking. Uh, mm, I, I get mean, that for the generation. Like, Huh? I get that for the generation, especially for the shonen generation. That yeah, I was about to say it's the next gener, the top three of the shonen generation, so it's pretty high up there. I said of the uh, the decade, but I think I was getting a bit ahead of myself. Ooh, nigga, Chainsaw Man. Jujutsu Kaisen is up there. Bro, Jujutsu Kaisen is not finished yet. It's not finished yet, but Chainsaw Man, the first arc is ninety chapters long. Oh my. Please go read that. I read that shit in a day. And I've I've reread Chainsaw Man like four times already. Like it's over? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It finished oh, wow. it finished okay. like right after Christmas. Like I can definitely say I enjoy Playboy Cardi's whole lot of rib. Enjoy Chainsaw Man right after. Why you put that in the face? Hey, I love that album. Wow. I listen to the album. I listen to the album damn near every day. I'm like, oh, the like, I whole lot of ass. Whole lot of booty. Like, whole lot of booty. <laughs> you, you, you tripping. He <laughs> was like, hold on, get back on the road. I'll do this shit my damn stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, man. That, hey, that album is amazing. But more so, back to Chainsaw Man. That is an amazing story. That is damn near a perfect anime. Really? I mean, a perfect manga. Yeah. Like, when I when I when I talk about like my top tier anime and manga, when I talk to you about like Neon Genesis, and when I talk to you about Vagabond, and I talk to you oh about Berserk, God, like I, I'm giving Chainsaw Man, like I'm putting it on that type of plateau. Say less. Only only ninety something. I think it's like ninety five chapters. That's a wild shit, but you stand behind. And like, 
in terms of like not only yeah not only the art style is amazing but the way the way the mangaka uses the panels and like his way to that's important yeah the way he uses his way to uh, explain and develop characters throughout the story is amazing like the the layering of plot is beautiful like the character development is great the character layouts for each character is amazing everybody is so fleshed out yeah. it's something that you're gonna get here as a shonen that you really haven't gotten in a long ass time and and like manga anime in general I just picked up Tokyo Revengers and I'm caught up on that. I hate that show. I love that shit. Why does it? Why? Because it's 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 much better. I'm I would I would honestly put I would honestly put up Tokyo Revengers as like a top ten shonen. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna yeah. give it like that high of a plateau, but like for everything that it, it's able to to give me as a manga and an anime, it's great. I hate the anime. So it's much great. Fun. I don't have I don't have no typical like shoujo I didn't know come up story. I didn't like, know it was Shonen Jump until I, uh, you said that shit. Yeah, that shit's yeah. so booty, bro. It, it, it's it's amazing. It, it's it's amazing. really hit or miss. The reason it's, I, it's I'm, I'm, I'm when I watch that show, I get very uh, cynic. Come on, yo, bro, stop saving shit. Just let every time you try to save somebody, someone else dies. That's, that's, that's the point the of it, effect. But he has this whole pure soul where he's like, I just want to stop everyone from dying, and I'm just like. It's just the people you care about, though. But the nigga tried to kill it's, him. It's the hold on before I you even get further into that. It's the it's the cause and effect of shit. Like yes, for me for me to have this, something got to take away from it. it it's your law of equivalence. So we got it, it's done. It's done right. It's it's absolutely done right. Yeah, that's not right, that's not the point. I'm just like, when you gonna give up, nigga? It's a story about perseverance. He's fucking four, <laughs> he's a fourteen year old. Oh my god! No, this nigga was he goes back to what age? Yeah, now, I mean, bro. The, the in, majority of the story takes place of him being fourteen, though. But with the mind of uh, of an adult. Yes, but you see, case closed. But you need to see like there's no maturity within those ten years, within that ten year time span. This nigga's stupid. So now he's growing himself more, and okay. he's able he's able to literally go back and fix himself. Dogs, typical shonen character. And I was just he's like, a fourteen year old. Stop, 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 stop. He's, he's, Every time you come around, he's a die. he's a shonen fourteen year old done right. He's a fourteen year old done. No, right. what the fuck? This, this, this nigga's not Giorno. This nigga not some buff ass fifteen year old. All right, all that's, right. A, okay. that's a mafia boss. Where's okay. this nigga mama at? This nigga got jumped into the goddamn Asian crypt game. Can't compare that to JoJo's though. Come on, man. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, jo- JoJo's definitely shonen. It is, but and he and he definitely JoJo's pulls though. a JoJo. I mean, oh my god, it definitely pulls a a shonen trope. Like, oh yeah, my name's Naruto Uzumaki. I'm a twelve year old uh, demon. Yeah, girl. I know. I'm gonna persevere and overcome. Oh my god! <laughs> all right, all right. And he's, all like, right. he's like, who am I? So I'm watching the show with I'm watching the show with somebody. And first episode, we watched it no subtitles. Just straight Haitian anime Japanese dub. What Dude, you niggas was high. Tokyo, I was somewhere as a bitch. She was pretending that she can like knew what she was talking about the entire time, and I was like, I have enough for looking at you. Come on, like, stop! I don't believe you. I found sub of it. 
And I looked at her, and I'm like, you ain't no shit, Snickers. <laughs> she, 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 oh she, my god. Dude, that, like, hey, I'm, I'm watching not, my family. I can pick the shit up. I'm she, not gonna lie, that shit definitely hurt my feelings. None of that shit, right? Shit the other day. Oh, was it yesterday? Wait, what happened? That <laughs> shit when I tweeted. Was it one she, she don't care about what piece. She I just told trying you. to hit. I told you. She's just trying to hit. That shit really hurt me. I thought I was playing. You don't like Luffy. You don't care about the y'all. Dog. You don't care about the the, the merry go. That the thousand sunny. Honestly, that happened, but it sounds like it would suck. I'm it, not gonna lie. It was terrible. Since we had the floor to ourselves, I can ask this question because no one's here. What is the wackest thing you pretended to like to get at a woman? Myself. <laughs> 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 hey, I'm just joking though. No, I I don't do that shit. I'm very I'm very truthful. I'm talking like it can be myself. way back. You could have been young. You could have been in high school, bro. Yeah, again, I'm very truthful to myself. This nigga been 32 and, since age 14. And females thought I was just capping for some coochie. I'm like, bro, you don't even know me like that. This is like you force yourself to try to enjoy. See, I can't do that uh, shit. That's too much energy I gotta waste. I'm like, bro, I don't like it, but I'm definitely, I'll definitely get into it. I'll try to see where you're coming from with it if you open my perspective on it. That's okay. usually how I approach shit, because I was gonna say the Zodiac thing, but I actually was genuinely interested because people talk about it so much, so yeah. I just went and figured it out. But I do have one. What was it? Fucking uh, white people daytime television. What? Nigga, HGTV? And Food Network. You watching them flip had, houses and shit? She had me watch the Cupcake Wars, bro. I was oh like, my God. what the I'm fuck am I looking at? That shit probably fine. No, it was, it was kind of straight. Fine. Yeah, yeah, it was kind of straight. But I was pretending at first. I was like, bitch, I don't give a fuck about what's happening on this screen. Gucci. Yo, what are they doing with that cupcake? <laughs> 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 you watch like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you just forget why you're there. Nigga yeah, exactly. And yeah. nigga definitely spooned in the door and watching Cupcake Wars for the. They had like the ones for like the Halloween edition, Thanksgiving edition. Them Bro, shit it was Cupcake tits. Wars, Cake Wars, yeah. fucking uh, HGTV, shit. which I actually enjoy HGTV. You, you, that's just home. Uh, you know what I used to fuck with? Yeah, I watch it. It's fun. The Travel Channel. I hate that shit. You probably used to be like Man versus Food and shit. I hate that shit. Well, okay, Man vs. Food was cool. I actually enjoyed Man vs. Food. Yeah, Man vs. Food was cool, but, like, as far as people, like, traveling the world, going to different, like, uh, touristy areas and just, you know. Oh, the world's most haunted hut. Yeah. That, like, shit like that. But I watch the food shows. The food shows are fire. Going to the Travel Channel because the Food Network started to fall off. But the worst thing I ever pretend like... Well, like, I pretend to like I find myself like slowly but surely. Okay, this ain't bad. When you started, you were like, I, yeah. I was like, no. I, when you finally catch yourself doing it, K-pop. Nah, I'm good. I, find I this, listen. Dog. I had a phase already. It, I'm and I'm glad it was in high school because I didn't know what it was, and I was like, this is pretty. It's okay. Like I can put up with this. And there were a few ones that caught my attention. I was like, this is actually pretty good. But I'm good on that shit now. Uh, shorty that I, I thought she was shorty was very short lived. She, she had a big thing for K-pop. I wasn't pretending I liked that. I was like, let me listen to some of this shit so I can have a conversation. Nah, I'm good. And I did, and I was like, this shit's so booty. And I just let it talk. I'm like, oh, you talking about old dude from this group? She's like, yeah. That's all he needed was that little tidbit, the little crumb information, Pretty. and just let her control the conversation. It depends on who you're talking to. 
Because I attempted that, and the bitch was catching me on technicalities, talking about, um, he's Korean. I'm like, that's K-pop, oh. bitch. So I didn't say J-pop, nigga. No, I know, but no. Yeah, it's not like she would have said he's Korean. Like, uh, no, I said right? I said he was Korean and he was something else. I don't know. That's pretty racist, but whatever. Uh, I don't remember. It wasn't important to me. I ain't gonna lie. Yo, someone Shardy come up to me at Taco Tuesday, and she says a little bit about Frank Ocean. Let's be one. Huh? She can finagle the nigga out. The, she can finagle me out the box. She said she got throw a crumb. Like, see, cause they, they nigga, you you're a whore. <laughs> you just want a coochie. <laughs> <laughs> You're weak. She's like, yeah, she can get the dick. Got my one job. Oh my god, because she knows who Frank Ocean is. She's like, so what's your favorite song on the endless? Pyramid. Oh. <laughs> That's not even on the same album. You say nigga. She said pyramid. She's like, no, I'm okay. <laughs> Dog. Oh. <laughs> Uh, uh, I can't believe you fold like that. <laughs> you disappoint me, nigga. <laughs> you disappoint me. Hey man, she bad. Mm. Fuck it. Then the, the Frank Ocean don't even matter, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> it never did. <laughs> like, I, I like your shoes. You still hit. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Oh my gosh. Oh, man, that's fucking hilarious. You niggas is funny. <laughs> oh. How do you feel about the, uh, do you see, uh, what's his face's, uh, what's his name, what's his name, what's his name? No, not Kendrick. Mm-hmm. That happened today. Yeah, uh, I'm not Kendrick, but who else is on the show? Silk Sonic, the guy that plays with Bruno Mars, and Spack. Uh, uh, his tattoo? Yeah, I've seen it. How do you feel about it? And, like, like, the posthumous album shit? Uh, I respect it. Wait. Do I feel like you needed to put that on your skin? Hey, no. that's all up to you. Wait, what did he put on his skin? He, he was said, like... Um, he was like, hey, don't release any music when I'm gone because those were demons that I didn't want to release to the public. And I'm like, I respect it. Just in case you don't have a will written, I feel like you should go. That's wild it. as fuck. That's like putting do not resuscitate on my shit. Hey, but hold on, man. Hold on. Before I, I let me let me finish. The idea. Yeah, I definitely respect the idea, you know, but hey, if you don't have a will written by now, you should. Yeah, nigga, and, you got a grandma uh, at this point. Because a nigga is definitely finna look at that tattoo. And labels finna be like, mm, word? It's just a tattoo. Hey, nigga, yeah. no, no, look at this. It's like, this is not a legal binding contract. Exactly. <laughs> no, dead ass. This Here's is all the demos from Ventura. But no, seriously, oh. I, I respect the idea because they be tarnishing people's. RP to Pop Smoke. RP to Pop Smoke. They, yeah. they fucked him over. Bad. Yeah. He has no more music in the vault. Fuck the labels. I know. They just dropped all this shit. That's, fuck, that's fucked up. They said they trying to get what they can get off of it and. Fuck it, next. They could yeah. at least did something better. Like the only person who had a decent rollout, and they he had a little bump in the road. Mac, no, Mac Miller had a great rollout. Peep had a bump in the road because that fucking X song. Nah, mm. you can't give him that. That little Peep, bump in the road. Peep, man. Peep. Come over when you're sober, part two. Tell me that wasn't great. That was great. Uh, that was great. Was it better than the first one either? Do I feel like it's better than the first one? I do. From a perspective of his parent, well, I, when I talk about this, when I when I talk about his posthumous projects, uh-huh. I'm like, for him to be so young, his mom and his people that was close to him really paid attention, and it showed throughout not only the first so, album, which was amazing, yes, the second album, it was also great. It was also great. It also gave fans. It also gave fans who was really there. Mm-hmm. Like those songs that were like already leaked, a lot of them, because a lot of people don't know some some of those songs were definitely leaked beforehand. 
uh, able to come to a streaming platform. That was right there. Oh, and uh, yeah, I know. Able to come to a streaming platform and he can actually market and make money off that. Well, his family was able to. Market they started doing like castles. They put castles on. Uh, they put castles on streaming platforms. They put a uh, what's the other one? Looking in a mirror. What, I see a demon. What's that project that's been on the uh, soundtrack for the longest? That you, I think it's one of your favorites. They finally released. Well, Hellboy. Yeah. Yeah, I love Hellboy. They basically got. When I tell you, shit on streaming platforms. I love this album more than I love myself. Oh, you know who they from? You know who they from? <laughs> yeah, Trevor Josh. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but you know who really did that? Yeah, Recently, weird. he's really trying to do that, and it's working. Big Crit is getting like damn near his entire catalog catalog on streaming services. Great. Uh, he drop finally mixtapes. Finally. And one day, I think it was like last Friday, we had um, a King Remember in Time, Return of uh, the Return of Forever in a Day. Uh, was it not Blue Miles? It was a. Uh, it was he dropped five mixtapes that been out, but he put them on uh, Apple and Spotify. Thank God, finally. He uh, now I can listen uh, to country shit. Travel. Well, he could have always listened to country shit. It, it's well, not always, but it's been up there for a while. Now. Really, I did not know. Because uh, he dropped a. Uh, goddamn, Crit was here after Crit is here dropped. Okay. Oh, Nigga, this is just a board game. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. Calm down. <laughs> Calm down, Jamal. Don't pull it off the line. Hold on, Jamal. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, oh, I want to hit this topic with you. So I'm sure y'all talking to you. DreamCon? No. I, I'm mad about that. Don't do that shit. Matter of fact, let me. I'm about to bring some of that shit up after. Because <laughs> <laughs> we support black owned businesses. Yes, we definitely do. <laughs> but Shout was, out to Mark Phillips. Yep. It was motherfucking, I said this and she got mad. And I was like, come on, just think about it. Think, walk down the road with me. Because I'm right. You fuck what you think. I'm right. This is fact. Fuck everybody else. I'm the, the crackpot scientist. Big Crit is what everyone thinks J. Cole is when they talk about how they care, like how high of a, high in regards they respect him. Okay. Like when it comes to being lyrical, his production skill, that's really Crit. Yes. Uh, oh, oh, I see what you're but saying. But Crit is still in that lane of like not being Crit. He won't get his flowers until he's gone. He's unfortunately. the Wale of the South. Where yes. he's always been really fucking good. Yes. But nobody acknowledges Very unaccredited. Yeah. Yes. And shout out to Wale. Shout out to Big Crit. We, we love Black like Excellence. Yeah. Shout out to Lake. J. Cole. Because Def Jam. Wale still goes off though. You saw him at that concert. Yeah. Def Jam shafted that man. And after he got off that, uh, got off Def Jam, he started getting his mixtapes back on streaming services. As he should. He was smart. He didn't get because they didn't really put a budget behind him ever. Like dead ass. But that's why you have Catalactica so booty. Like those two projects that came out on Def Jam, like mm-hmm. the first two, you had a uh, Live from the Underground and Catalactica. I actually enjoyed Live, Live from the Underground. Underground. That <laughs> feels like such of a mixtape, such of a mixtape. It was an album. Mm-hmm. Did not know but that. But you know what's funny? They listed on Apple as a live album because it has live from <laughs> the underground in the mm. name. They see it as a live album. It's like uh, I think they put Toby Lou live on ice in the same category. Oh, Even it's not a live album. Oh, I fucks with that. It's funny as fuck, but it throws off my uh, how I have my discography set up. I understand. And I was like, well, fix this. The algorithms is off. Fix it. But the crit really just gave five mixtapes in a day. I did not know that. I'm about to go download them. So I was just like, I like what Crit is doing. He's releasing more merch. Da 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 da. This is everything people ask J. Cole to do. Yes. <laughs> and he's doing it, but he's not getting enough coverage as he should. 
very underwhelming that uh they did this to him. But he he's doing well now. He's a a complete indie artist. Shout out to the man, the motherfucking king of Mississippi, man. King of real time, man. man Forever was a mighty long time. He dropped, I wouldn't say a 10 out of 10, but he dropped a fucking classic with that album. The one he just dropped? Uh-uh. Uh, it was called Forever's a Mighty Long Time, dropped in 2017. Oh, I know what you're talking about. The one with Layup and shit. It, that took, is, that, it took me like a year and a half to realize, damn, it's been out this long? Because how yeah. much uh, Big Crits, Forever's a Mighty Long Time. Oh. I ran that back so much. I ran it back so much. I was like, damn, it's been two years already? A year and a half already? I think basically I was playing that, playing that bitch until Swimming came out. Sick. And then he went touring on it when Swimming dropped around that time. He was still touring it out. Next time we get a bump in the night, we get that nigga tore it out for a long ass time. Hmm. And Bring back touring. Fuck COVID. Nah. Mm, not, I, yet, not yet. Not cause yet. Because I want to see Toby. Not you yet. see Toby? No, not right no, now. I'm saying see fuck some of them, COVID. Like, go away so we can go do shit. Some of them artists are getting COVID. Uh, Duke Deuce got it from uh, Rolling Loud. Damn. Well, Rolling Loud was definitely infected. Them niggas was like yeah. a bunch of roaches on you the pot. You know what they said in the fat, the fat Joe shit? He was like, COVID was in the in building. building. <laughs> I don't know where, but it was somewhere <laughs> in there. Yeah. <laughs> that shit, that's what I see. I couldn't do it. Even right. when I was at the Pierre show, I was definitely staying like six feet from everybody. Yeah, that was an amazing show. And my bro, I'm 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 top top ranked performer. I put him Real at the very high. You know how I have number one still? Just guess. That's, I've been to a bunch of concerts at this point. I wait during like the pandemic. Not during the pandemic. I haven't been. I think no. I haven't been to a single concert during the pandemic unless it's very very low. Okay. You told so, me a while back. But I can't. Remember. What were you saying? Like the best performer and not. He wasn't my favorite artist. He just blew my fucking mind. That nigga that got the tattoo, Anderson fucking Peck. Uh, Anderson, you didn't even let me get a chance to guess. I didn't even know you seen him though. I so saw that him was definitely not going in my summer of 2019 for like 30 bucks. Oh yeah, I do. Now I do remember. I saw him, him Thundercat, and fucking uh, you sure did. I was no gonna name. say Thundercat, but it was yeah. But he's extremely athletic but musically talented. This nigga running, dancing. Like, niggas telling you, Chris Brown's one of the greatest performers of all time. I'm like, Chris Brown can't play an instrument. He just did everything Chris Brown did, and then still played the fucking drums. Like, Anderson Pack. That nigga I, was off the pre workout. That nigga. Drops Nigga, drops No name was like, yo, fuck white people in the crowd. <laughs> Damn. Oh my God. No name, really. She, I love her, but Ouch. I don't know what's wrong with her. She be That's there. something I want to talk about off. Off like record. Okay, that's fair enough. Yes, so. But she basically told us, I don't hear none of y'all white motherfuckers singing my song with Black Boy at. And then did like a, a fucking like, uh, do, like a leaked Doja Cat uh, this. And I caught it while I was there. And I was like, We want Anderson, stop being mean. <laughs> You're bringing this. She like the female to live quality, but we're not going to get into that. Oh my gosh. I was about to say, hey. No, no, I'll take that back. What's that other nigga from X-Clan? That nigga, I mean, that Lord Jamar? Oh my gosh. She she could have played Gassed Up Shorty six times. Gassed <laughs> <laughs> Podcast over. <laughs> but nah, I hate that nigga to this very day. Stop, stop. <laughs> that, nigga, that, that nigga got bops, bro. I'm just, that, I'm just so sad that I couldn't save you in that moment. Dog, I wish you did. Because you almost went now looking back at it. I did. It could have been you. Dog, I you did. missed out some of these musical moments just by dumb shit. That was my fault. 
But that Kanye shit, all we had to do was take your phone off of D and D. He would have had the best fucking view in the house because this nigga six thirteen. <laughs> no matter where he was, he would have saw had a great view of the show and great video. And this nigga had his phone on D and D. I hope whatever that shit was was worth it. <laughs> I was, man, I was definitely tasting the bag. Hey. Niggas told yeah. you. Hey, hey, you relax. <laughs> it happens. <laughs> that, that, the interstate is right there. Niggas be racing. Niggas, ra- dog. Niggas I'll be, racing. I'll be shit. I was scared shit. It was the first two nights. He's like, niggas really doing that over here. And he's like, oh, they was doing dun 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 dun. It's the big oh shit. So I missed the boots. I didn't hear them. They just beating off from a drive-by. Speaking of which, man, somebody done got shot. What? Was shooting right in this area the other night, and I was like, God damn. <laughs> I ain't been around that shit in so long. <laughs> and I'm still not phased by it. Foreign. I, I definitely got to go to the Was it a shot or was it a backfire? I Nigga, mean, it, was, it was somebody was shooting. Somebody was pissed off. Somebody was like... Trying to be an extermin- exterminator. Nigga <laughs> said, I need you terminated. Exterminate. Yeah, hey, I ain't gonna lie. The wildest shots I ever heard was back there by Hunter and them old crib. I was back off in the apartments across the street. Old crib. Who's this old dog? By where? Like where mama used to stay? No, nigga. By where they used to? They just got from. Oh, there. Oh, yeah. that's right. I'm starring. Exactly. I- dog. I was back up in there one day, kicking it with one of my coworkers. Like, Hunter was up the street at the white neighborhood. This dude was in the back. Bro, when I tell you, they let off six loud-ass shots at, like, 11, at 11.25 p.m., bro. I remember, like, yesterday. That shit was crazy. You know what's wild, though? Because it was literally two doors down. And I was like, yo, fam. Sheesh. Does this happen all the time? And he was like, yeah, pretty much. But, I mean, I just mind my business. And I was like... I see why you stay here. I fucks with you. <laughs> white dude, mind you. Hella cool. I'm going to keep a G with you. You know who's right by there? On both sides. Because what's funny about that is, I watched a video of someone getting shot and, you know, getting shot at in a Waffle House parking lot in Baton Rouge. Is that something that you just Google? <laughs> no. Did you put that on YouTube? Twitter. <laughs> 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 just Twitter. Oh, He's okay. like, Yo, look at this nigga getting shot at Waffle House. You need to stop doing that. I know. I was watching the shit and I looked at it I was like, that's not what I think it is. And then the, the camera pivoted. I know that ain't what I think. Nah. <laughs> I know that ain't what I think. They got shot at, at the Waffle House on, uh, is it Blue Bonnet? That ain't Blue Bonnet. That's, that's Gardeer. Starring in Gardeer, I think. Yeah. And I watched it happen. Yeah, that technically is the Blue Bonnet, but they just call it Gardeer it Walmart. Right. Yeah. And I was just like, I know you want to not see motherfucker. And he just turns the camera and was like, oh, I know that for what? <laughs> and I was like, damn, Hunter really lived right by this. Yeah, yeah, it's just like because the way those uh, places are set up. Yeah. Oh yeah, the cops showed up with the quickness too, by the way. Literally, but the thing is this: if the cops are really close to where you live, that means one of two things: it's not safe for you, or it's either extremely unsafe or very safe. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I live I live by a sheriff, sheriff station. You live by safe. school too. So. That then you have like a sheriff station by South Park. In Baton Rouge, you have the sheriff station in Gardeer. It's like we're either there to help you or there to go be dicks. And I think the sheriff station's there, even though they're right there. I don't feel like these are the most safe areas, even though they're there. 
type shit. But it's a toss up. It's either this is the best neighborhood here or one of the worst places to be. Yeah, I need some more black, some more melanin some more melanated faces out here, bro. Yes. Dog, it's the whitest place I've been in a while. I live in Old Jefferson. Stop reminding me. (laughs) I'm sorry, bro. It's it's citywide. Old Jefferson is just the the street. This is this is Old Jefferson. This is Old Jefferson, Texas. Yeah, Yeah, basically. It's a really like nice and vibey spot, but they need some more melanin out here. Yes. And when I tell you, we talked about it on the phone. We laughed about it. Hey. That's unfortunate, <laughs> bro. That that is that is some that is some midsummer type shit. Yo, what? real talk. And I I completely understand what you told me over the phone so much more now that I've been here to experience it. Yes. I'm yeah. Like like wow. Yeah. You can see the front. Have you ever watched Midsummer? I refuse. Really? I still need to watch it. I haven't finished it. We ain't seen it. I haven't finished it. But I know I love I love the director of that film. I know the premise and yes, same. That's the guy that made uh Hereditary. Mm -hmm. And he also made Living with the Johnsons. Wait, Living with the Johnsons. Nigga, if you reach for that bitch one more time. Yeah, I'm like, bro, I just mentioned the movie. Shit. It wasn't my fault. Was the strange thing about the Johnsons? Bro, yeah, the strange thing. It was not my fault. That nigga was going around showing people, hey, you gotta watch this movie. No, I did not. That is a fucking lie. That is a fucking lie. Call Cal from your phone. That is a. Call Cal Johnson from your phone. No, I'm gonna tell you how this shit went down. I'm gonna tell you how this shit went down. So, we was talking about the shit, because I was like, oh man, this shit is trending on Twitter. And I haven't seen this shit in years. Cut off right quick. We was playing D and D, and he was in the studio with them while this was going on. We were playing niggas and ninjas while this. I'm about to say, nigga, we was playing what? We were playing niggas right. and ninjas while he was swaying these young men to watch this movie on YouTube. No, I was not. That is cap. That is cap. <laughs> they, they asked me a question, and as the big bro type, I'm like, all right, please watch this at your own discretion. I could have been a dickhead and been like, yeah, man, watch this. One of the best cinematic films of the fucking generation. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna fuck you up. Bro. <laughs> it sure is. Dog, he's recording their reaction on Snapchat <laughs> while they're watching it. And he's just laughing. And he's like, oh no. Ugh, what's going on? I know you lying. And, and Saul just laughing in the background recording their reaction the entire Oh my time. god. And they come out and oh like, man, what the fuck god. your boy got us watching? And he's just laughing. <laughs> and he I did not force them to watch that film. I did not persuade them to watch that film. But he enjoyed the He gave him the movie. ammunition and was like, this shit on with it. He was like, yeah, <laughs> basically. I gave you the bullet, but I didn't show you how to put in your gun and shoot it. Pretty much. Bro, I'm telling you, man, that shit is that shit is funny as fuck, bro. That movie, you know what that movie is? You remember what it is? Yes, nigga, I know what it, it is. is. Man. But you know, you can't catch this nigga Norman Slipper when it comes to anything viral. Facts. This nigga's never seen two girls on cup. Never. Really? Never in my life. Oh I, my god. I pride my stuff on that. You you should. I really Congratulations. You you are you are God tier. Apparently <laughs> he's trying that, to catch me laughing. Akon was watching that without like, like turning a facial reaction at all. He just watched that stone face up. Who? Akon. Oh, I thought she said James. I was like, that doesn't surprise me. But yeah. Look, they asked about the shit, and I was just like, "I, I like man, <laughs> shit is fucked up." But you, you watch it at your, you watch it at your own discretion. 
And who am I to not make history by not getting your reaction? <laughs> Like, if I didn't delete my, my Snapchat, my, my shit would be worth a couple grand. My shit be worth about 10, 20 grand. I got some I got some real deal spaghetti meal memories in there. You can recover that bitch, yeah. Yeah, so. Recover that bitch, right? But. Oh, no, it's been past 30 days. That shit was so fucking funny, bro. That shit was so funny. Dog. They, like, I look at my phone, like, I know they're not watching it. And then they came in, like, dog, your friend fucked up for this. He's like, y'all was watching that show, though. Y'all was loving it. No, the fuck you. Hey, that's on them. That's on them. On God. But then that's the nigga that made Midsummer. Yeah, he, and he did Hereditary. Wow. Have you seen Hereditary? Nope. Are you that is an amazing movie. If it was a film, I wouldn't watch that movie. I was going to watch it anyway. Let me So let me stop myself. But I wouldn't be so as influenced to watch it if it wasn't for you. So, ah, uh, another, another blast from the past. Cause I was like, man, this seemed like a really great film. I just haven't had the time to watch it. He was like, bro, watch it. Man. I'm yeah, like, watch that shit. Like, it's it's one of my it's awesome. it's one of my favorite movies, bro. It's one of my top twenty. It's, it, it's in the top twenty. It's a great same. Film. It made me so uncomfortable, and I I haven't. The only other movie that's made me uncomfortable like that in the longest time. Was the original, uh, what is it? Uh, A Quiet Place. Ooh, I also, also love that movie. Fucking masterclass. What? Unfortunately, like, I try to get through the I'm, I'm such, I'm such like a movie nerd when it comes to shit like that. Like, the sounds are like burned into my skull from Hereditary. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. Like, the trumpets. I executed so perfectly. Let me go back and rewatch this movie, bro. Towards the end. Because it's been a while. And I'm like, that, that is great. That is, that is flawless execution. You know, a lot, of, a lot of people that I've talked to said that they didn't like it. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because they were just like, eh, it's not scary. I'm like, no, it's just not a slasher film. Right? Yeah, it's, a, it's definitely scary if you pay attention to it. Yeah, it's fucking creepy. It's definitely... Shit. Definitely makes you super uncomfortable because I was watching it and it was like, this is great. It it taps into more of like a like a psychological a psycho, thing. Yeah, a psychoactive horror, as in like, yo, are you crazy? Are they crazy? Like, what's happening right yeah. now? Yeah, the the scene that really got it for me, and it's not even like a major scene, but when they were all in the house having that argument post funeral, and then the mom caught on fire. That's what I thought. That shit, yeah. that shit threw me off, and I was like, okay, wait. What? Bro, you know which one got me, dog? When dude was in the classroom, and he was just sitting there, and he just... <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Like, holy shit. If I, don't, if I didn't have such, like, bad sleep paralysis, I feel like that would have fucked me up a little bit more. Because there's definitely been times, like, in school where I've, like, caught that shit laying down. People thought like, what the fuck is going Witches? on? Like, that deal that that plays within the in the story. Yeah, that's li- that's it's like the first five that. minutes of the story. But you won't you wouldn't know unless you really knew your your shit. I remember who told me about this shit. It was a diatrist a while back. I gotta go rewatch that now. She was like, yeah, great they, film. They said to get to get over that. You gotta sleep with like a, a broomstick above you or some shit. You know, uh, you know about the uh, the witching hour shit. 
3 a.m. in the morning? Yup. I blame that because of Eminem's 3 a.m. in the morning. Shut the fuck up. Oh, that was a way before Eminem was alive. I know, but that's how I learned about the it. The witching hour at 3 a.m. And I wake up at 3 a.m. I'm like, no, please. It's okay, you don't murder me. Wait, I, I'm, I'm very confused. So, oh, really? I was really like dropping stuff. Maybe had a song called 3 a.m. Okay. And they were like, what is so demonic about this? Why is 333 so, like, just demonic shit. Like, they just made it seem like something evil about it. And I learned it was the witching hour. And I saw the music video for 3 a.m. in the morning where uh, Eminem's a serial killer, the entire fucking video. Never saw it. Now yeah, I gotta watch they, it. They only played on TV, like, once or twice. We had to watch it on, on the horror movie channel. Ah. And I was like, no, Eminem's gonna kill me. And I was like, no. Like, it was Stan that fucked me up. Kim fucked me up. Because it was definitely like, my cousin was like, yeah, Stan's going to get you. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I didn't do nothing. I'm not him and him. I hit right back. I hit that right. <laughs> nigga said, Stan, no, you know, you saw that shit on Twitter where the nigga was raised by a single mom. Like, niggas. And she knew he was scared of Busta Rhymes. Yes, I did see that. So she would cut the lights off with the second man and say, whoa, And he's like, no. Bro, like, for real though, niggas was scared of the thriller shit. Uh -huh. It was staying for me. That's fucking hilarious. I don't want a white man coming up on me in my career. <laughs> thriller shit? No, no, no. Like, I know a lot of people that were, like, freaked as out. children that were freaked out and scared of, like, the thriller music video. Yeah. I wasn't scared of it. I really enjoyed it. But I was a really fucked up kid. Now that I think about it and I'm an adult and I can look back and be like, We've but I, I was fucking terrified that Stan was gonna come through in my fucking crib. Just kidnapping from the trunk. Yeah, bro. Like, yeah, like I just seen, like, how is he supposed to survive that? He just fell off a bridge in a car. So check this out, right? Mm -hmm. I have a funny one for you. My dad said, as a kid, he was. You seen the Wiz, right? Yes. He was scared oh, yeah, of the flying sure. monkeys. That is hilarious. <laughs> he was like, no, what are those? <laughs> Turn it off. <laughs> you gotta realize why certain shit didn't scare us. We, were, we grew up on Curse the Cowardly Dog. Exactly. Yeah. Like, I could, I'd watch that and would not flinch. I was seeing you traumatized. Fuck. I can't say this. That shit uh, I, like, shit even now, like, I still got the shit on. Well, I got it on DVD, and, like, I can enjoy it for the art form that it is. Yes. You know what scared me on the low, but it was like. Flapjack? Yes. Yes. Oh so, Flapjack used to terrify me sometimes, but it was so bubbly in between those moments that it was like. Okay, maybe I didn't see that. And, it, and I would just rock with it. I'm like, ha ha. That's, that's what funny. helped develop my sense of humor. Yeah. Just those just those moments like that. That like help punch out of nowhere. Like, and mm. you're just like, was that? I was not expecting that. Huh. Yeah. You know what's crazy right? about that? The fucking wife was always the candy wife. A1. Creep top tier. Word. Horror. Creep. Horror villain. Word. It was a... Um, Done Have you ever well. read like cartoon kids want candy? Creepy, mm -hmm. uh, creepy pastas, like cartoon based creepy pastas. Yes, I have. Seen Literally, the way that uh, flapjack, flapjack runs its like random jump scare horror type shits, like it's like random freaky ass animation, mm -hmm. then jumps back to regular. That's all creepy pastas are known for when it comes to animation. Like the anime yeah, was based on cartoons, much. just like uh, the, the flapjack executed executed it properly, but I don't know if they've been doing shit like that. But, uh, fucking, not Adventure Time, a show a few years older, uh, a few years younger. Gumball. I was going to say that, but I was like, Gumball actually I didn't think made fun right. of his own creepypasta. 
That's funny. That's very much funny. Like I know what you're talking about. I played I the episode at four in the morning and everything. It was like, what hey, was it? Oh, like you gotta read the creepy pasta. They even named it after the creepy pasta. I can't and, remember. And then it the said, bum, 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 like they hit bum, a warning bum, and everything. Bum. It was at four in the morning. I'm like, Oh, fuck. This shit real. This shit real. I was almost... You was about to shit yourself. Yeah! Because when you read that shit, I was like, nah, nah. Bro, tell me why I played an episode of Adventure Time with this nigga in the crib, bro. He was high. Oh, my God. I knew you were going to say claymation, that. Yeah. And he was about to lose his fucking I mind. I loved that episode. He was scared of it. He was like, bro, this isn't Adventure Time. What the fuck is happening? I'm like, dog, this is Adventure Time. I'm like, turn this shit off. He's like, no. I love that episode. The Minecraft episode was amazing. About. I ain't never seen the episode. I probably still ain't seen the episode because of He was freaked out because Bimo made a weird face. And I was like, nah, <laughs> nah, why is it there for so long? This is, uh, He's like, rewatch it. Rewind it. You didn't see it. I'm like, yeah, I'm <laughs> Yeah, I'm watching it with you. I'm here. And I was just like, yo, y'all setting me up failure. <laughs> nah, that's great. That, that, <laughs> shit great. that shit is amazing, for real. Yeah. But yeah. Shout out to the traumatizing cartoons that raised us, man. Yeah. yeah. Fucking, y'all got us. Y'all got us good. That is uh, top tier. I always, I, hey, I always give flapjack its roses. That yeah, is some crazy shit. Some creepy ass shit. Man. I want to say something wild. Say something wild. Yeah, I just realized that uh, we. Let's been just talking, hope we, you don't get canceled. We've been talking to each other for like two hours straight, but also making sure that we're still reaching out to the uh, the viewers while talking directly to the mic. So we'll ask each other these questions, but still are mindful enough to make it seem that we're having. The discussion not just amongst us but with our listeners okay have we yes I, the way might, you pose your questions it might just be a natural thing at this point i'm gonna be honest because niggas don't know yeah this is the motherfucking broadcast podcast mm-hmm. uh, well yeah, yeah welcome we, to the broadcast yeah. yeah. sometimes that's what i love about movies sometimes you don't have to introduce yourself you just watch the movie for two hours straight and you realize oh this has been avatar speaking of which <laughs> oh my fucking god bro dead ass dog i hate that bro, this is the longest trailer i ever seen in my life oh. <laughs> <laughs> I've Bro, still never seen Avatar. Tra- Are you serious? You've never seen James Cameron's Avatar? No, I we're still watching that shit tonight. Bro, oh, let me wait. Let me let me stop you before we get there. The reason I have not ever seen Avatar because I was told that shit was three hours long. Yes, it's a color purple ass movie. It's fucking awesome though. And I was like, I don't know if I'm really ready to <laughs> shut up. I don't know if I'm re- ready to dedicate myself to that. Nigga, just imagine seeing that shit but in I can, theaters. But like, I, can, I can definitely do it now, now that I'm older. And I enjoy, like, movies and cinematography much more. You are going to love it. That's I might bet. actually might rewatch it for some inspiration. And boy, again, I have to talk to you after Never this. seen Avatar. But, uh... I went there thinking Avatar is going to have something to do with Avatar The Last Airbender. No. Uh-huh. It had nothing to do with them watching this movie, and I was like... What are these fucking monkeys? I was like, where the fuck is... I said, where the where fuck, the fuck is Aang? Where's Appa? And I was like, yo, this has nothing to do with The Last Airbender. My dad was like, shh, no. <laughs> and I was just like, why am I here? And it's, I just got, why are you there? It's still fuck M. Night Shyamalan, oh, just so... Beep, 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 Just so you know. It's going to be hell to pay. Hey, I'm so glad I've never watched that last be, be blessed. Honestly, yeah. what is worse? Airbender. Stop. Don't wait. Do you were gonna say Airbender. Dragon or what? Ball Z. Dragon Ball Evolution? Evolution. Yeah. Oh my god. I've never. You never seen that one either. I've, no, I've seen Dragon Ball. Then, yeah, you should do, probably. Hey, do not play with me. I, <laughs> stop. That's how you know real niggas love Dragon Ball Z. Yeah, because exactly. we've seen it. <laughs> yeah. So uh, gave it a chance, and I was like, <sighs> what I was getting at is, man, 
the newest Evangelion movie was a masterpiece. I still haven't even finished the show. Bro. I was I was crying, dude. I was crying yesterday watching the movie. Bet. Funny enough, though, me crying with everything that was going on, you would have thought I was crying with what was going on, and I'm gonna talk about that. in there watching a movie. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm in I'm in there dying of how beautiful this movie was. But after you watch after you watch the the television series, you have to watch the four movies. Okay, okay. They're all on Amazon Prime. You know, I sadly have Prime. I didn't even know I subscribed. I just got paid. I well, look, 13 you, you, you got to you got to watch them in order, my boy. One 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 point one one two point two two three point three three then uh one So it's I'm, amazing. Yeah, you got to, to see it through, my boy. You got yeah. to see it through, but you have yeah. to fin- you have to finish the original series first in okay. order to understand what's going on. Because the movies are canon. I'm going to do it. But, dog, two and a half hours. When I when I clicked on it, I was like, oh, man. Because the original. Hours. Yeah, before I get into that, the first three are like an hour and a half long. Right. Which is, which, you know, doable movie time. And it's enough story in each movie that makes you want more for the next movie. And it's like, wow. But when I seen that this last movie was two and a half hours long, I'm like, oh, shit, we finna get into it. And there was really? not a single second wasted. Not a single frame wasted. Everything was so done right and beautiful, and I've only seen it once. You know what's funny? And I can watch it again. You've seen a movie like that of that length, and I've wasted my life watching some of the most ass films of that length. Hey, I'm telling you. You won't watch Avatar because how long it was, but nigga, I watched it. Nigga, I was 12. I watched the Griselda movie at, at 23, <laughs> two hours and 45 minutes, and I was like. Of ass, apparently. At no point within like the first 30 minutes were you like, I'm done. That's what I said. I was like, why'd you? You a grown ass man. I also couldn't sleep. So I was like, maybe it'll get better. Oh my God. It did not get better. Well, look, I'm telling you now. They killed Benny the Butcher. You. (laughs) The Butcher coming nigga. All right, well, look. You won't be disappointed with these movies. Watch it. Watch it. Watch the original series on Netflix. You have to watch it in Japanese, though. Please, oh, by God, if you watch it in English, duh. You're sick fuck. You're a sick fuck for real. You, you're, you're literally killing yourself. There's only one anime you should watch in English, <laughs> duh, but that's for your own comedic pleasure. It's uh, Ghost Stories. I talked about that yesterday. I was like, Nate told me about some fucking ghost uh, series that I've been meaning to watch because it keep, that it's, clip plays in the back of oh, my fucking like, head. Oh, I'm like, you're being chased by scary Yeah, like exactly. I'm like, man, I still have to watch this. Like, why the fuck did Nate show me this? Okay. Because the so, enemies, uh, what's up? Let's wrap this up. Because okay. I want to really get into some shit. All right, yeah. Yeah. All right, y'all. This has been the broadcast, sort of. Yeah, because uh, uh, somewhere we at now. Yeah, we in, we in motherfucking Austin, Texas, bro. Chilling with the homie. Gang. Yes, sir. We so. found us all. It's free events is Shake Back Die. And if you in BR this weekend, uh, you probably ain't gonna hear this until it's passed, but I hope you have fun at the 2000s party hosted by the homie DJ Love Yourself. Yeah, shout out to Top Cat, man. Top Cat out here doing major things, man. We love you, boy. Yeah. All right, y'all. And we fucking out of here. Peace.